It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're back with another heat check. There's a lot of stuff going on on the court, but a lot of stuff going on off the court yes, as well. Sir. So we got to talk about the biggest story going on in the game, and that's John Morant. So last week, Washington Post released an article detailing a bunch of different incidents he had been in since last summer. But the NBA investigated it. I think, you know, other people investigated. Nobody was able to corroborate those mm-hmm. stories. Then we fast forward late Friday evening, Saturday morning, depending on how you look at it. After the Grizzlies had lost to the Nuggets, Ja was at a Shea Club in Colorado, pulled out a little thing. It was a little, I don't even know, you know, I'm not familiar with, with gunology. Mm-hmm. I only use BB guns, but ended up getting suspended for at least two games by the Grizzlies. So, got to ask you, what is your reaction to this Ja Morant situation? <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> the basketball that summer... Listen, Ja, just say uh, y'all was playing 80s rules and most of those 80s uh, sports analysis people, they were they would get the gist. Okay. Um, but for the most part, I mean, you, you have a young kid doing young things, right? Um, it's more of a crying out. It's more of a crying out situation, it seems like, versus, you know, who he's hanging around. Because if you're in Denver at the club, it's you and your teammates, right? I mean, you it's know, possible yeah, that he's bringing some of his you crew with him. Really, you don't really have your friends. Not they're not going to go from Denver. To, they're not going to go to every stop. They just go here straight to like Los Angeles, if that's where the destination is. So, um, this is more of a cry out, right? Um, it's more of a you're bruising my ego, and I want to show you. It's like I'm going to laugh on the outside while I'm being broken on the inside, and that's what I see um, from him. It's just more of a cry out for. Like, you know, the attention part of it, like, I'm not going to let you break me type. It's more of the ego than the thug image. Um, because he doesn't have a background of being a thug. He's, I mean, he comes from a stable household. You know, you can just see him, period, as just a human. Um, love smiling, love everything he does. He's dancing. He's no different than any any NBA player that... uh throws up signs after they score and, you know, but for the most part, he's not some angry player that's running around trying to be a thug. Um, that's not what I get. So I just see mistakes being happen too fast, you know, for, for a player like that. Well, you talk about mistakes though, in the span of a couple of days before the incident with the gun in the strip club, he was on the bench during the game, letting, letting them off. What is What's wrong with that? What is, that? <laughs> what is wrong with that? Like, given this, the circumstance of the situation that's going on, you find nothing to be but wrong that, with that? No, because I've been, you know what's so funny? When people talk about they've been there, I've been there. So yeah. I, I know that the reaction he's doing. Um, if you take away the incidents of what people were saying about the gun, you know, with the uh, 17 year old, 
is that fine? Because every other player does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So since every other player does it, what's the difference? Um, yeah, he's under the spotlight, but he's still just being normal. The club incident is he had to consciously think about what he was going to do. Get on the gram or, yeah, get on the gram. He's on social media. Yeah, right? IG Live. And film himself doing it, which is basically you two, in a sense. So um, I, I just think it's more of a rebellion pushback than the whole thug movement. And you think, you know, people have pointed out Colorado open carry state. So I really haven't seen the NRA come to Jaws defense, which is a little confusing to me, but that's for another conversation. But some have said that Ja needs a better crew around him. Others have said that, no, this is Ja and he needs to just be making better decisions. What do you think? You know, you don't want to give him the, 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 the scapegoat of using his friends. But at the end of the day, um, sometimes... You gotta remember, you're you're the person that's in the NBA. You went through college. You made it out. Your friends didn't. You know what I mean? They're making it out because of you. You're pulling them pulling them out. So, you know, sometimes when you when you when you're sitting around those 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 friends, it's you're picking up their habits versus them picking up yours. So all you're doing is enticing them to be who they really are what they really want to be, and you're just trying to fit in. So it seems like he's going to take on the personality of them instead of, instead of them trying to rise to his superstardom. But that's, that's everybody's friends. That's everybody's friends. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand, you know, you know, most of these adults in their 50s and 60s, 40s, and when you guys were 23, you guys were doing dumb shit, right? You were doing dumb shit. Right? Are we going to forget there was a Dennis Rodman? Was he 23 when he was doing that, or was he 30 something? He was 30 something acting like that. All right? Uh, Jordan, you know, clubbing and, you know, Vegas, flying Vegas, and then, you know, coming to the game. Garden, I mean, he hit 55. But if he didn't hit 55, where would they be saying? That's, that's an older Jordan. You know what I mean? You know, Charles Barkley, all these guys, these guys are older doing dumb shit. So, yeah. you know what I mean? I think so, Barkley threw somebody through a, through a, a window or something. How old was he when he did it? So, he wasn't 23, is what I'm saying. You know? Um, so, you know, it's easy to throw rocks, you know, when you, when, you, when you have stone now and not glass. But, you know, at 23, you do 23-year-old shit, just period. But is, is it fair to say that at 23, Ja is a different 23? We're talking about a multi-million dollar athlete, no. a role model. Somebody who has, you know, he, he's out in public, he's doing things, does a bunch of charitable community stuff as well. It's not the same 23 as somebody like myself who was washed by the time I was 21, like, no, living a regular square life. You gotta remember, he didn't have a full college career. You know, it's, it's not like he's went to the NBA and everyone on his team is in the 30s, right? Everyone on his team is younger or the same age as him. All immature. All are trying to figure out who they are together. Why do you think they all act the same on the court? They're all picking up the same personalities because there's no other example for them to actually look at. So, you know, they're still going to the mall, right? These are the, this is the age where they're actually still going to the mall because that's what the age does. Like, instead of, we can just, you know, ship everything to us, but they have to get out and go to the mall and still actually trying to be normal but they have all this 
money and all this fame. So when you think about the places he's going to get in trouble, it's only a few places. Club, strip club. That's yeah. the world he's in. You remember the world he's in is more of a a strip club. It's a it's a low life. It's a low life. Our job is a we have a low life hour. You got to remember when we're after we're done practice around one o'clock, there's no doctors and lawyers and businessmen or women free. They're work. That time is strippers getting ready for the strip club that night, right? <laughs> right? So, you know, we have this time, it's we're at the mall, no one's there but strippers shopping for the, you know, their night shift. And then when business people get off, you know, unless you catch them at the mall, but for the most part, you're having the same lifestyle. So it's that that one, two o'clock, then you sleep all day, then you're partying at night. So you're you're in, you know, that um that hood lifestyle, believe it or not. You know, it's just more of a club scene you know, for, for entertainment. And so that's, you know, that's the only places he can actually get in trouble. So like you mentioned, Ja has a, a solid support system. He's got his parents around. His dad, T, is pretty much at every single game. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch the games, very active in his son's life. Mom mm -hmm. is as well. But I wanted to shift it and talk about what was your experience like coming into the league and how much support did you have and what outlets did you have to find that support? It seems like you're in college, you know, you got a lot of people on your shit, you're on campus. You got people checking on you. You got to be a tutor and you got to be here. You got to be there. When you get to the league, it's like, oh, you got to be practice games. But the rest of that time is yours. So what, what outlets or what resources did you have to help you make that transition going from a you know a college kid to now I'm a grown ass man in the NBA? There's no resources. There's no resources. There's no one who can identify with what you're doing besides your teammates. If you look around at ex-teammates, their best friends our ex-teammates, you know, the people they played with because they're the only ones that is going through the same exact thing you're going through. You know, friends are, you know, leeching off you. Girl might be in the streets doing something. Parents asking you for money. This person asking you for money. This person trying to get you to invest. So the only people you can really talk to is your, your teammates. So um, once you really make it from there, it's how fast, how fast can you surround yourself with positive people and get rid of, get rid of the negative. Um, finding people who are trying to help you build versus steal from you. Um, but it takes time. You know, everyone's not fortunate to have good human beings around us. Like, you know, it's, you know, LeBron's success, that clean image is because of his team that's around him. Players he played with in high school. Those is that's what surrounded him. People who had his best interest. Um, so you know, it's it's really hard to find, you know, someone who cares about you, and not what you can do for them. So it's 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 really in it's it's really he's really in a situation where he has to sit back and and just think about you know who who is for the long run versus who's just here right now, like. You know, at the end of the day, you're carrying a gun for what? There's, there's nothing you're going to do with it. No. Like, I, listen, I know what we pretend we're going to do. Here, they're going to jack my chain. I'm about to pop off. We, we all, every, every human being is pretended, this was black, pretended that, you know, like, you know, someone's going to break in here. I'm going to do this. You're not going to shoot. You're not going to be John Morant shooting someone. You know what I mean? You're not going to lose your career like that. So there's no point of actually, 
you know, doing anything. It, you, you get robbed, you get robbed, take it, file insurance, buy a new one. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. really the only thing. So, but at, for the most part, you know, it's just something that's, that's just something that, you know, we do. So you mentioned, you know, I look at a guy like Melo, right? And Melo always tells the story, David Stern kind of stomped down, like, yo, you need to change the circle. He started surrounding himself with more people that he trusts. Some guys are able to do it, recognize it. There's some guys, though, that, that can't, that, that feel like they're turning their back on their brothers, their friends, their family, when they do those type of things. So just in terms of your opinion, actually having been in the league and done it, how difficult is that actually to do, to be able to be like, all right, I can't fuck with these people anymore? People that you've literally grown up with, people you've been in the trench with, people that you've done stuff with your whole life. Now to say, look, man, you're on my bag, you're on my career. It sounds easy on paper for, for the average person at home, like myself, oh, yeah, just dump your crew, get a new crew. Like, that's not how crews are formed, right? No, it's not, it's not actually how crews are formed, but, you know, um, as players, as players, all you do is just ask your crew one thing. If you guys care about me as much as you say you do, then you would change for this next level. Because at the end of the day, for you to be at that next level, you had to change. You had to change to actually make it as far as you did. So when you're saying, okay, I made it, now you guys come with me, for them to come, they can't be the same. Yeah. They actually have to change. So if they're not willing to change for you, then they, then they shouldn't be part of your circle. And you mentioned LeBron before, and I feel like when you look at LeBron, kind of the gold standard of, of how you should move and how you should elevate your crew between Mav Carter. Is that gold? It was, was, was higher than gold. Or platinum. Platinum, you know. platinum gold. Yeah. It's a, okay. Vibranium, whatever. Yeah, vib yes, yeah. there we go, vibranium. So, vib but, yes. but it also seems like LeBron, if you want to try and compare him to Ja, well, LeBron knew 15, 16 that he was that dude, right? He mm -hmm. was the chosen one, Sports Illustrated. They were showing his games on TV. So he had a little bit more time to recognize But I think that's also a testament to kind of who he is as a man and what he's been able to accomplish. But let's get back to John. Well, you got to think about it. Even LeBron's, his friends were his teammates. Yeah. But he had old heads in the mix. No, but what I'm saying is if you look at the crew now, you, you're talking about Richie Paul was there from high school. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, Savannah. Um, then you have Maverick. Who was his high school right? teammate. I, you know, that it's, so, these, so he didn't bring outside friends. Yeah. There's no outside Akron boys hanging with LeBron. <laughs> Akron squad. His teammate, yeah. Whenever you've seen him dap someone up, they've been ex-teammates. That's the difference. Kobe didn't have no friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he didn't have any friends. His friends were liquor. The ones he actually liked. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's just recognizing that, you know, if they're not equipped to come to the level for that, for that next level, then you can't bring them until they're ready. That's all it is. Yeah, and you may not be able to bring them at all if that's the case, if they can't get to that level. Because once you start fumbling bags and messing up money, Listen, and we'll see what the long-term ramifications are, but. If you go to Nobu, you go bring a hooker there, just like a hooker? Nope. All right? No. You're not gonna bring the hooker just like a hooker to the uh, Nobu, all right? You're Nobu. The NBA is Nobu. Your friends right now is hookers just like hookers. So go ahead, pretty woman, them. clean them up, <laughs> put them together, and then they can join. So last thing on this subject, if you could give Ja a piece of advice, and you got your camera right here, so if you could look in the camera and give Ja just one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, at 23, you know, you, you really are not 
really listening to anybody at the time because you, you, we feel invincible. So I want to let them know that you're not invincible, right? Um, we're not. Um, this is just the beginning and everyone that comes into contact with you, you're not going to be able to trust because you don't know if they're trying to trip you up some more. You don't know if they're going to be genuine. So now this is really a, 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 a eye opener to see what the world is really like. Um, your life has actually changed and you don't even know. Um, when it comes to tears, you were a one tier player. You, you supposed to be the future. And then this is just, just, just real reality, you know, cause no one's going to tell you this. You are number one, you, Luca, Tatum, all that. Um, they have now bumped you to tier two, tier three. Um, no matter what you go out there and do moving forward for at least the next three years, you're going to be behind those players because of the image. Um, you're going to have to really sit back and like re-image yourself. Um, unfortunately, um, it's just, it's just, it's just one of those things where, you know, you, you want to be mindful, but you still have to be a little real. Um, you know, if you don't get voted in the all-star game, those coaches are going to look the other way. I mean, a lot of things are going to, going to happen no matter how good you play. So, you know, it's one of these things where for the next three years, you're really going to have to duck your head and just play basketball, still keep your same personality and not get in trouble for you to get back to, to who you, you know, were three weeks ago or two weeks ago before any of this started. So, and I just want to tell you that, you know, um, it's going to be a tough one, especially mentally, you know, just watching how everything unfolds around you. But just understand at the end of, the, the, of this dark tunnel, there will be light. And, you know, you know, the Kobe's, um, me now have came out of it, you know. Um, you know, just, you know, just stay strong, um, keep working and then, you know, let your game play for itself. Um, you know, right now, this is when you really just shut the world out and just play basketball and, you know, just try to be mindful of the things you say, the things you do. Um, but it's going to be, you know, you're going to have to, you know, work on your image again for you to be put back in that top three, because no matter what anyone tells you, you are now in top two, top three, you're going to be, you're going to be the, I guess the Trey young, you know, you know, you're going to be averaging 28 and 10 and they're going to somehow leave you off the all-star game. All that's about to happen, unfortunately, but, um, you know, just mentally be prepared for it and, you know, just keep going. That's well said. That's you know what I mean? It's like you don't want to say that you don't want to say it because you don't know how someone's going to perceive it. You know what I mean? You know, it might look like, you know, hate when it's like, I, I just want to tell you the truth because I, I know I know how it works. Well, I mean, you see how quickly <laughs> the media will turn on anybody. Mm -hmm. And like I said, you, you have a Washington Post report, but people will take that as gospel when the NBA has already investigated a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, So if they've done their investigation, you know, this, but they'll look at this report as if it's not alleged that this, this is what actually happened. Because mm -hmm. there's no video right now to support either side. The me I mean, the media is going to, got to remember, the media is going to beat you up before there's even any facts. They're, yeah. they're going to, they're going to find you guilty before the NBA even does anything. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things is,
be careful of the words you say when you do have to talk to media. Um, keep it just basketball and, you know, for the next two, three years, just, you know, stay on that path and just understand that, you know, your goal right now is, is to be back where you were two weeks ago. And that, unfortunately, that's going to take about two years. Okay. Is there any way to speed up the process? Nope. Winning the chip? No, winning the chip. I can tell you this, and this is going to sound like real brutal. Real brutal. The last, the last step before crossing that finish line of image changing is he's going to have to cut his hair and become clean, look, ungangsteristic, looking so far away from the music that they think he's mimicking or um, Memphis. Yeah, so, that's, so more Demetrius than Ja. Yeah, it's like it's like um, putting on a a, a, a gangster putting on a suit. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, they want you to, you know, it's, you know, it's like when a gangster rapper goes on the court and you know he has a suit on, got the the, the, the glasses to try to look, yeah, you know, presentable, and that's or with their definition of, of well, presentable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, look, and, and, that, and that's the, that's just that's that's just the harsh truth. You know, they're not going to say it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what, what, what you're going to have to do, what's going to happen, because they're not going to say it. They're just, they'd rather just beat you up the whole time. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. All right, well, let's keep this thing moving. I think we, we've covered a lot of jaw, had a lot of good conversations. Let's move to more positive topics. First off, let's come back out to LA. Well, that was positive. No, no, it was very positive. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I won't even say that. It wasn't a negative thing, mm -hmm. but back to the basketball. Mm -hmm. I'll say that. So we've got the Lakers right now without LeBron, without D'Lo, mm -hmm. 31 and 34, Gil. You know what that's good enough for? Tie for 10th place, really 11th because <laughs> the Jazz own the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. But in Adam Silver's NBA, that's good enough to be in the postseason. I can't mm -hmm. say playoffs. Mm -hmm. I can say the, the regular season and then the postseason. Mm -hmm. So I know how you feel about the play-in, but can this depleted Lakers roster sniff a playing spot, especially with the way the 80s playing home? I just got to read this real quick. Since LeBron's gone out, 80s averaging 35, 11, shooting 53% from uh, the field and taking, what, 13.3 field goal attempt or free throw attempts. So he's getting to the line, too, mm -hmm. doing this. They're shooting about 80%. Lakers have the fourth easiest schedule left in the NBA, and we'll say 11 of their last 17 games are in L.A. How many of their last 17? 11 of their last 17. Playoffs? I, I mean, unfortunately, they, 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 they're on their way to the playoffs, play in, um, even though they have the 20th, 20th best record in the NBA. Yeah, they're, 
You're in 20th. 20th spot. I think 21st, maybe. Yeah, that's... Oh. I don't know what the East is looking like, so it could be 22nd. (laughs) 21st, best record. But, um, yeah, Um, I mean, it it looks like that they will be in the fight for, you know, making a play-in or making even eighth spot. So either way, they're going to make the play-in because even if you're the eighth or the seventh, you still have to play in that play-in game. So, yeah, you can can count Lakers inside the playoff game. I mean, a play-in game. So this past Sunday, previous Sunday – Warriors came to town, and the Warriors are, are a hot pack of mid on the road, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry returned after missing 11 games. The Lakers smacked that ass. We were smoking Warriors packs on the Lord's Day. <laughs> but even this team without D'Lo, without LeBron, D'Lo should be coming back soon from that ankle. LeBron's going to be another story. Can this team, I don't even say because I know you hate this plan, but if they finish seven or eight, would you still, would that be respectable for, for doing it without LeBron? Would you call that a playoff team? I mean, if they do it out LeBron um, and everything they've been through, if they get if they get the seventh or eighth seed, not that ninth, tenth bullshit. Okay. If they get the seventh or eighth team, uh, seed, you know, with LeBron playing um, as many games he did, AD missing as many games he did, the Russell thing, that horrible-ass team, the trade, horrible-ass team, that horrible ass team. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, making a seventh or eighth spot, that is impressive. That's actually impressive. Okay. Have you seen that roster? I'm not quite as down on the roster as you are. I like the, the trade and the moves that were made. I'm rocking with Austin Reeves. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you to come over to this Austin Reeves side. All right, let's take AD out the team. Okay, that's name the now best. Now you're doing too much. Name the best player on the team now. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's 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 what I'm talking about. So okay. that is impressive. No, it's, it's definitely impressive. Now, AD off the team. If D'Lo's back, D'Lo would, would fill that role. Yeah, but he's not back. So who's, okay. So it's the bus with cookies and Mavs. I already know. <laughs> but now let's talk about LeBron. So when LeBron first hurt his foot against the Mavs, initially it was two weeks. Then it was three weeks. Uh, this past week, Shams came out with a report and said it was looking like it was going to be more than three weeks. But I've also heard reports that if this was postseason playoff time. He'd be and, playing. And he absolutely had to go. His ass would be out there doing what he does. So if you're LeBron, what does this Lakers squad need to show you to convince you to come back from, from the injury a little earlier than expected? Um, just consistency. I mean, they're in a nice, they're in a, they're, they're in a nice spot. Um, there's no panic to get LeBron back, you know, especially if they have the fourth easiest schedule. Um, they're looking at, you know, encircling games that, we're going to be there. So I think as long as they're still in striking distance, I don't see LeBron coming back within the next two weeks. Like if he makes an appearance, it'll be April um, just to get ready for the playoffs um, or, or that play-in game. I don't see him coming back early unless something, unless they go on like on a three, four game dip. Okay. But if they go on a four, three, four game dip, he's out anyway. So. Yeah, he's, you know, so I think this is one of those things he's just going to keep rehabbing and whatever happens, you know, when that time comes, end of March, um, early May, you know, when there's early like April. eight, I mean, all of April, when there's like, you know, six, seven, eight games left, you know, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I'll probably come back, test it, make sure it's right, and then get ready for playoffs. So what is this, this Lakers team ceiling with LeBron, if he can come back and even be 80% of his normal self? And what's this Lakers team ceiling without LeBron? If now D'Lo and AD, if they can be 80 to 90%. Oh, like in the playoffs? Or just, the playoffs? just for the rest of the season and, and potential postseason? No, I mean, I, I, 
they they should make the play-in game. Now, you know, you know, actually getting that spot, it all depends on who they who who they match up against. Um, but it's the first round. If they make the playoffs, first round exit. They're out without yeah, LeBron. If they have LeBron, first round exit. If and they have LeBron. First round exit either, either way. way. Either way, first round exit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want you talking like this. I'm sorry. Have you, t- you seen the rest of that team yet? Solid, solid roster. No, no, no. I know it's solid. I no, no. It's all solid when you have LeBron, AD, and D'Lo. Like I get that. It's solid. But you got Vanderbilt locking up on the on the defensive side. Who? Jerry Vanderbilt, Gil. See, this is the thing. We we are going. I'm calling Genie. Nah, enough. Oh enough. my God! You I'm just call- named play. When, when did he get on the team? He was in the trade, the Westbrook trade. Oh, he yeah. came from the Timberwolves. Yeah, we Vanderbilt. Don't, nah, Malik knows. Beasley. You're not rolling with Malik. Uh, I like Malik. Rui Hachimura. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, we saw him at Wizards night. We saw him oh, at yeah, Wizards you're right. night. Yeah, right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Look like Bruce fault. Leroy. That's my. Yeah, you're right. Got the the nice love. Oh, I forgot. Yes, we did get him. Listen, ever since they traded Westbrook, I just been. You're not rolling. I've been. I just been like. Ugh. Austin Reeves. I'm, we're gonna make you. A, that's why you keep throwing that name. We're gonna man. make you a believer. It just reminds me of how bad the '80s were. Austin Reeves. Yeah. Doing work. We're going to get him on the show. Y'all going y'all gonna to connect with each other. Has, Have you noticed I always pick one, and I just stick with just... He got Negro tendencies. There's Walker before him, now it's him. He got Negro tendencies. <laughs> he puts his elbow on the tables at Roscoe's. Okay, okay. I'm just telling you. I'm going to find someone else then to pick at. That's what I'm just telling you. You know, you got to really see the light with Reeves. He's like Caruso, but even better offensively, okay. which I never thought I would say. So let's let's keep this in the West. We're gonna f- move to the Southwest. Your your former state of residence, Arizona, during your college days. Woohoo! Tucson, though. Uh. Woohoo! Tucson's kind of actually Tucson. I, I can't even hate. Bear down. Tu- I can't even hate. I know you can hate that ass when we put on y'all uh, this past week. Oh my god! Did I'm, you see the reffing? Beautiful. Yeah, exquisite. Yeah, well efficient. No, (laughs) even us on the UCLA side. I was at the game. I saw you too, but you was on. You had much better seats than me. (laughs) So I was still ten on the floor, but you had a much better vantage. Yeah, I was. You was ten. I was nine. I was ten on the floor. Oh, but stanchion. Okay. Behind behind the hoop. Okay. okay. Janky, but it is what it is. God bless you, UCLA. Um, Yeah, that officiating was pretty bad. It was pretty mid, but we did get that win. Should get that one seat. But let's talk about the professional team in Arizona, the Phoenix Suns. Mm So, right now they're fourth in the West, but they've won three straight with Kevin Durant making his return from injury. They be killing. I know. D-Book, 35-plus points in all three of those games. KD looking nice against the Mavs. D-Book and Luka rekindling their situations, their entanglements, if you will. (laughs) Did you see the little entanglement? They laughing. Yeah, they they both giggling and shit. That's that's, that's the NBA I like right there. No, it's 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 basketball beef. Like like you've mentioned, I don't think either one of them dudes wants to lose a game check. No. They're not really they they're not at that level of, you know what I mean, like No, it's just it's 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 just part of the competitiveness of the game where, you know, you're just standing tall. You know, that's what I said. You're not you know, like the the football mindset that is not basketball mindset. You know, we train with each other, we play, we we play against each other. We can get like football, you don't get traded to teams. Like that, like we get traded, so they can be teammates, and then it's like, hey, 
hey, what's up? You know, so it's not real, real beef. There's only like a few people that actually have beef yeah, with we, each other. Other than that, it's just... We saw that with Westbrook and Pat Bev, right? Yeah. Historically beef, now they're spending Thanksgivings with each other, holidays, yeah, rubbing with each other now, when they're, when they're so teammates. Just so you can understand, like, when you're saying beef, we're beefing with each other, and then Patrick Beverly told a story. We're beefing. Like, this, I'm, I'm after him, and he gave my, my sister tickets front row. Yeah. Because she didn't have none. But you see how... Yeah, you know, you see how you know the the thought of okay, that's oh, that's just okay, yeah, you know, get, you know, what I mean, still so there's still respect of you know the craft. We'll turn it on on, on the court versus off the court. So we're on the court. We might not f- with each other. Yeah. We might even be teammates to fight. It mm-hmm. is what it is. But when it's time to go, it's you know, time to go put to work. It's like family. We're, we're fighting because respect. We respect each other's grind. So Bucks are coming off a 16 game winning streak, best record in the NBA. But are the Suns the best team in the league right now? No. I, 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 I will have the I will have the Bucks as the best team still right now. Um, because they've they've been there, they've done it. Um, they're in sync with each other. Everyone knows their roles. Um, everyone's playing to um, the max of their ability. With Suns, um, they have a higher ceiling. Um, you know, Book and Katie are playing great. Chris Paul still needs to dial himself in, and they need to figure out how to put um, Aiton in, in, into this game. They got to feel. They got to figure out how to get him involved so he can be a threat. Also, um, once they figure out those two players, um, I don't care about the rest of the team. Once they figure out those two players, uh, <laughs> then they will then become. The favorite, but that's the scary part that they're they're right behind um, Bucks and two players are still trying to figure out how to dial dial themselves in while the Bucks is already dialed in. When you talk about the Bucks, Bucks just have won a championship, right? But KD's won two two Finals MVP, so he knows what it takes to get to that hump. Had a chance to knock the Bucks out, got a big ass foot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So wasn't able to do it, but still made that shot. Does KD have enough? to help lead this team and show. And, and we've had this conversation before where last shot is a book is a KD against the Mavs. It, it was KD it could easily be booked. But what does it mean for that Suns team to have somebody like a KD, one of the best offensive players in the game, probably the best offensive player in the league right now to now take this team that lost to the Bucks and six to a whole nother level. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, if the Bucks and Suns meet up, um, it favors, it favors the Suns. Because you don't have P.J. Tucker. You don't have someone that really, really irritates Kevin, right? Even though Kevin was whooping his ass. But just the fact that he was always there worrying about and focusing on Kevin, his whole, that whole series was, you know. The Texas thing it feels like. You know, it was just one of those things where P.J. really, he was just going to be there. Um, you don't have that person, right? So now that means Drew Holiday has to try to figure out who's going to torch him the worst, the bigger Booker or the bigger, you know, because Middleton can't guard either one of these two. And if uh, Middleton is actually trying to play defense, then you're losing him on the offensive end. So now that, you know, um, Kevin has help, the Bucks are not prepared for it. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Now, when we talk about best duos in the league, you know, Giannis Middleton, Joker, Jamal Murray, but Joker's really pulling them both up. Tatum Brown, Steph Clay, Harden MB, Luka Kyrie are some of the names that come to mind. But our KD and Devin Booker, I know we got a super small sample size, but our KD and Devin Booker, the best duo in the NBA right now. If it was a two-on-two, if it was a two-on-two, yeah. Honestly, it was two-on-two. Yeah, two. It really depends who gets the ball first. Mm, no, no, two-on-two, two, yeah, no. Nah. If, you, if you're playing a two-on-two two match, then yes. Um, so we're playing doubles. They're out there like Venus and yeah, Serena. Yeah, because, you know, KD and, you know, KD has the advantage over anyone who's on a guard. I mean, Booker's one-two pull-up game, post-up game, you know, three-level scoring. Uh, yeah. I mean, only the only group I see is, you know, that's tricky with them too, would be someone like um, Luca and um, Kyrie. Because they're both crafty. You know, sometimes, you know, crafty and methodical players can really, you know, offset two greats. You know, it's, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, Tatum, Tatum and, you know, um, Brown are, you know, solid. You know, they're great in their, their, their own way. Um, but they're going to be up next. Yeah. But it'd be between, you know, um, Katie and Booker or Kyrie and, you know, Luca. Yeah, and obviously everybody who's watching the show knows it's a team game. So if it was two on two, again, if if it's bust with cookies yeah. and nuts, right, right, now right. you got to surround them with them 10 other guys. Hold, hold on. Technically, it is two on two. <laughs> Technically, it is two on two. The, the rest of the da- uh, rest of Dallas, we don't know. And the rest of the, we don't know. And you know, let's just be honest. Damn, Gil. Like, are y'all? Am I the only one who just focuses on the stars? I, I, you know, I think how, I think, you know, we judge players, ex players judge the players on how whatever they see themselves in, you know. So, um, <laughs> I only, I only watched. You only watch an All NBA guy. I don't want to know what a, a a role player looks like. I don't. I don't care. I don't. But like, I don't care. Track their progression. No, they might saying? start as a role player. They can get to that star no, level. What, what I'm saying is, I don't. I don't care if you you're diving on the floor and jumping and taking 52 charges. Okay, good job. That's your job. I don't. That's not my job. That's but your do, job. Do you not watch and appreciate that at least? Sure, because okay. we get the ball back. Okay. You know what I mean? You take a charge, we get the ball back. Yes. Okay. Take the ball out. You know that? Like rebound. Like do your job. I don't, you know, so me watching the game, I just want to watch, you know, Kyrie and Luca. That's why when you say names, I don't look at those jerseys. 
You know, I like, yeah, who the f- did you just pass the ball to? Who is that? It's like football. You, they, they just a number to yeah. earn your respect. You know, like, all right, get you 15. Like, you don't get a name yet until you do, actually yeah. do something. You know, you hit him with the Paul Pierce. Hey, hey, turn around. What's your name? Oh, all right. All right. Okay. All right. I, ain't, I didn't see you on the scouting report. All right. That's, that's easily still the most disrespectful I, shit ever. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know you was on the scouting report. Yeah, I, I didn't like, see you on the scouting report. Anybody see him on the scouting report? No, that's, that shit hits hard, bro. That's like, ooh. Ouch. I didn't know you was on the team. Like, damn. All right, so let's go to the East Coast. Your favorite New York team, the New York Knickerbockers. Ooh, it's the only Your York favorite team. fan base. Mm-hmm. Knicks are the hottest team in the NBA right now. Bucks were. Bucks had a 6 <laughs> The Bucks were. Got some Wait, hey, hold on. The New York Knicks. Girl, I'm not going to let this Knicks lander ride. Okay? I'm doing this for Merrill. I'm doing yeah. this for Spike Lee. Okay. Ben Stiller. That's about it. Who else in there? I, you would say Stephen A. and 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 um, Rappaport, but for some reason, they they hate on the Knicks. More, more Rappaport being my mentor too much, he be trying to slang out my mentions. Like, dog, you got a bigger following than me. You can't <laughs> be slanging out my mentions. I got to be slanging out of yours. That's neither here nor there. I, I rock with you, Remy. You're all gravy. But so Knicks right now, Bucks had that 16 game win streak. It was snapped by the Sixers. Knicks have won nine straight including an impressive double overtime win over the Celtics, Gil. Yeah, double OT. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. Okay. If, if, no, if, if you're doubting, if you're I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried I'm about, just saying. Yeah, I'm not worrying about the Knicks. Never. The Knicks themselves. But we got to talk. But you said the hottest? They're the hottest team. Nine-game nine win streak is the longest win streak in the league right now. By definition, in this nine-game mm-hmm. span, they are the hottest. Okay. I think Josh Hart still hasn't lost uh, as yes, a New York Knicks. He hasn't. I heard, so you know who Josh Hart yes, is? Yes, I know who Josh okay. Hart is. <laughs> Would you give him the dab? Because a lot of yeah, his teammates I like Josh, leave him. I like okay. Josh Hart. He gets yes. the dab. A lot of his teammates leave him hanging. So <laughs> Knicks have beaten the best teams in the East, except for the Milwaukee Bucks. They're 0-3 against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Are they for real, or are they Fugazi? Listen, I, I like them. Um, I, I really do. Um, you know, they're, they're stepping up to the challenge. They're finally... You know, but this should be like a this should be like a wake up call for a lot of the league that one 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 player that knows how to play the game and fits with the rest can actually change your team. It doesn't it's not four five, six players. It can just be one sometimes. Um, you know, you got Brunson that that is the difference maker. You got a guy. He reminds me of Sam Cassell when Sam Cassell got with um, Kevin, Kevin Garnett, yeah. right? Sam was, what, 30, 34, 35 when he made his first All-Star game? Because what Kevin Garnett needed was a guy who hit big shots at the end of the game. He was just a big shot taker and maker. That year, Sam Cassell averaged 20 points a game, you know, with you know, uh, and and that's what pushed Kevin over the over the tops, so and that's what Brunson reminds me of. That he's that guy who hits big shots. You know, he's 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 gritty. He's sturdy. He don't. You know, he's just a really solid, solid player. Um, and I think in the playoffs, um, I will have them favored over because at this point it looks like they're going to be playing. You know, um, 
Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. So, Cavs, so Knicks are five right now, Cavs are four. But as we've seen in this league, man, it's about, what, 18, 20 games left. This whole shit. No, I mean, when you, when you, but when you look at it, it'd be the four, it'd be them at the four or five, um, unless something drastic happens. So, you know, you can really say, you know, it's going to be them versus Cleveland. It's going to be this series, that series would be, can Brunson take over the series? It, you know, has nothing to do with you, you know, Randall, no, nothing. Randall is, you know, I call him, you know, I mean, he's, he's called the black hole, but that's, that's going to be, that's going to be him in the playoffs. You know, he's going to be the ISO player when it comes to half court. So, you know, him giving you, you know, anywhere from 19 to 25 and 12, that's just going to be his game. You know, it's not like he's going to go off and give you 40 um, in the playoffs. Um, so it's, it's really going to come down to is Brunson going to be that, you know, 21 to 25 also. So they can have the dual, you know, um, dual one-two punch. And just to mention, this past Sunday, Knicks beat the Celtics double overtime, no Jalen Brunson. So obviously you don't want to look too much into one game. But mm, I don't. you see what this team has the potential to do mm-hmm. when they're all locked in and doing it. So now we got to move on to the fan base, Gil. So you've had some interesting opinions about Knicks fans historically yeah, okay, during your time. But do they deserve some love for staying down throughout all these? It's been 20 years of trauma. This team has only won one playoff series since 2000, and that was in 2013, Gil. So these fans have known pain. They've known heartache, okay? I think you're directing your energy. We, we can't look at the fans. we got to go to the top organizationally. If we want to point the finger up top, that's, that's who we can blame. I'm not going to say anything because when wait, I pull wait. up to Madison Square Garden, I don't want to get escorted out. Wait, wait, so we're going to blame uh, the man up top for how the fans act? If you're putting out a, a subpar product deliberately, how can you expect fans to get wait, down wait, with wait, it? Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is it that, starts is... at the top. It don't start at the bottom. My logic is undeniable, Gil. No. Like, I'm trying to get you back in Knicks no, 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 fans' no, no, good no, no, graces. No. We're supposed to be in New York, son. No, what I'm saying is when, when, you, when you think about anything, you see how they are on a nine-game winning streak. Yeah. Mathematics, at some point, they will go on a nine-game losing streak. It evens itself out, right? What happens during that nine-game losing streak? Are they still supportive? I think so. Or, or are they telling them how shit they are? which continues from nine to 10 to 11 to 12, the negativity after negativity after negativity, that's the difference. Like when you say, yeah, they've been here the whole time. Have you? I mean, you, you, you think booing your team for the last 13 years is actually being there for them? No. But some would call that motivation. I've never seen no negativity being done anywhere on the planet that turned into positivity. I mean, I feel like in real action, like, like booing someone. Lakers boo to greatness. They were bullied to greatness. They were bullied. Or La- Lakers were bullied to greatness. So you're getting bullied on social media. No, bullied and booed is different. Okay. How did the boo? What did the boo do for Ben Simmons? Did it turn into anything positive? No. What did the boo do to Russell Westbrook? From we're not talking about from the fans and the, from the home fans. No. What did it do to his confidence? That's just one of, that's just one, these are one players. Imagine when you're doing it to every player in the team. It's, there's no positive. But I'm saying that's historically. 
If I miss, listen. This is 2022, 2023 listen, when, season. When you're in your, when you're, when you're at, when you're, when you're coaching, you coach. I coach the youngsters. Right? I coach high school too. They miss four shots in a row. You still positive. Come on, hey, hit the next one. Hit the next one. I'm gonna be hit real. The, Sometimes you gotta. Uh, that ain't your, that ain't your shot, chief. Uh, <laughs> I know, but, Scoot up. But I'm saying you're not out there booing them and booing them and nah. booing them, boo. And now he don't want to shoot anymore. Like so, it's it's my thing is real big on. You get what you put out. If you put out negative energy, that's what you're going to get in return from the players. That's what I said. None of them players are training every single day all in the summer to come here and get booed. If they start off missing some shots, they start off missing some shots. Right? Yeah. Eventually, it's going to turn over. The, the work ethic is going to turn over. But you, if you're already telling me how trash I am, I don't want to know part of you. But is that is that Knicks fans or is that the New York mentality New in York, It's the New York mentality. Because it's a lot of hateration. And I can understand cold weather, broke jumpers. They don't rats. Really have rats everywhere. The size of dogs. Trash on the streets. Mm. Lingering pee-pee smell all mm. over the city. Just smells like urine. You know what? I'm sorry, nigga. I forgive y'all. Uh, that's see all it. I'm saying, yeah, dude. We got to look at all the factors. It's like, you, you just described like what, uh, a third world country. The pee pee in your nostrils. <laughs> you just, you just, I get it, okay. But the trash on the streets, rats the size of cats, you know what I'm saying? Like, wh what are we doing? I just, I And just, no disrespect to rats, fine well, animal, but I just don't need remember, to see it. I, we used to watch the great Knicks, right? The Patrick Ewan, John Starks. We used to watch them. We, so I know what the, fan base sounds like. Like I know, I know how this fan base supposed to sound. You know, so when you get to the NBA and then you're just hearing the booze, it's like, ooh, hey, I'm booing your own? This don't remind me of the, what I used to watch on TV. I didn't see that. Yeah. So when you see it up close and you start asking players, it's, it's different. It's like show that same support because it's, okay. it's, 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 you have a great, you have a great product that can really do damage to opponents when applied okay. correctly. All right, I'll give you that. You know, that's, 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 all I, that's all I be having with the Knicks. Instead of using that energy to boo, use it to cheer your own team and watch what happens. So, like we talked about before, Knicks have won one playoff series in the past 23 years, I believe, since 2000. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> will, will this be the year that they get to two? I don't want to go that far. <laughs> you don't think they, they can beat the Cavs? I do not they, trust the Knicks fans. I'm sorry. I do not they don't got to play. Jalen Brunson got to play. Julius Randle got to play. Listen, I do not trust them. When, listen, your character, what they tell us, what we are taught, what are we taught as human beings, we are tested not on our greatness, but on our failures. Okay. Right? When, when we're losing... That's when our character is tested. Knicks fans' character, when they're losing, showed us who they really are. That's all I'm saying. When we're on the bench and we're losing, it's the poise to say, hey, hey, fellas, calm down. We got this. Don't worry about it. Let's just keep fighting. Let's just keep playing. That's the sign of a leader, right? Yeah. Who can keep everyone calm? How about oh. the Knicks fans? Okay. When they losing, they're erratic. We're going to see. That's the best part is that we're going to see soon enough. I already playoff. know what's going to happen. Yeah, I got faith. Because that's the, the only fans. series I actually watched. Last when I was watching, you know, you know, Ice Trade going there and 
rock them. I just, I just watched just to see the booze. I, I swear to God, I just watched. Like when they put that, that's the like I will watch that series before the Denver and whoever they play. But good for for me, it's like when the best team in the league, when the Lakers, when the Knicks are in the playoffs, it just makes it more enjoyable. It's more I like exciting. Family. Like I want to see, I want to see like Sacramento versus. Are you on the Kings bandwagon now? The fans? Oh, when they're drunk, do they still got one dollar beer night? The one dollar. Oh I'm my sure God. they they figure out a way to, to get any bread. One dollar beer. Think about that crowd, one dollar beer. Now playing the Warriors, this fights. That's a great playoffs. Yeah, I think they will they will break that sixteen season drought and get in there. Okay, like there's just certain there's just certain fan bases I watch because you can you can feel the energy. Okay, so let's go from from fans to players. So we got to talk about Joker, Nikola Jokic, what these Nuggets are doing. Number one in the West. The knock and criticism on Joker has been. You know, he's got back-to-back MVPs. He's probably going to make it a three-peat. I mean, the triple-doubling is phenomenal. I think he's, what, 26-27-0 mm-hmm. in his last 27 games when he's dropped the triple-double. So, does it play winning basketball? Clap back at Perk about the, the stat patter situation, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about Giannis, I think, at another point, but I wasn't really feeling the Ricky Davis. But at the end of the day, go get your triple-double, young triple man. Double. Go get your triple-double. So you got two MVPs, heavily favored to win his third. So he'd be the first player since the 80s to win three straight MVPs. Obviously, Larry Bird, the last one to do it. Another legend. Another guy who doesn't get a ton of respect from this current generation. Had a janky back as somebody who needs a backyotomy as well. Mm. You can understand how frustrating that is when you're hooping. But here's the thing. Every three-time MVP has at least one NBA championship. That has eluded Joker to this point. So I want to know, does Joker have the most pressure on him to win an NBA title? For me, no. The reason I say it is we're, we're, we're acting like he hasn't been balling in the playoffs. His first year in the playoffs, he was averaging like, what, 27, 12, and 6? Um, one game out of, you know, one game away from being in the, you know, Western Conference Finals. Second year in the playoffs, um, Lost to the team that won the championship, and he in in that in that playoff run he was down three one twice. Yeah. Right. Um, who won the championship? Just for those who may not be familiar. Lakers. Okay, make sure. Lakers. <laughs> the and hardest then, championship in NBA yeah. history, I would argue. And then no home court advantage. Yeah, no home court advantage. Imprisoned yeah. at Disney World. Yeah. Smoking yeah. mid, not smoking mm-hmm. fire. Not getting fired through the walls. <laughs> it's hard to get fired in Disneyland for those who know. And then his third playoff run um, would have been without Murray. Yep. Um, he lost to the Suns, which he was balling. They went to the championship. And then his recent one, they lost to the team that the Golden State Warriors, who won the championship. So every team that actually knocked him out has been them dudes. You know, so it's not like he's going to the playoffs and just falling short um, to just some, you know, mediocre teams. He's been, he's been, you know, ball. I'm pretty sure he's had the best playoff numbers in the last four years. It's hard to say that there's a player who's, who's dominated playoff series um, maybe, mm, 
maybe Giannis, maybe. But other than that, he's been he's been great. You know, he needs more help. You know, the, the players around him has not been there. They've been hurt. They haven't, you know, been a healthy team, and he's done carried them. He's been carrying them. Um, I want to throw something extra in there. And, you know, this is this is really, really a hot take. Joker is the best draft pick since Michael Jordan, 1984. I think that's better than LeBron? Yes. Okay. Right, you have to do your numbers. Well, LeBron is a number one pick. So the number one pick supposed to play like a number one pick. I feel it. Jordan was the number three pick, which actually helps his boost of what he did. Joker's a second round pick. So for a second round pick to actually play like a number one pick, it actually, when the numeric makes him the number one, probably number one pick of all, I'm well, saying, yeah, the, the best make draft him, pick. Yeah, to make him the second best draft pick by his numbers, two-time MVP, about to be three-time MVP. But if you're going um, to make four that. Time, Four-time all-NBA player, it actually, those, those numbers will actually be the second best from his projection. But if Jordan's a third pick, isn't it fair to say that somebody's a top pick top three is expected to play at MVP yeah, level? But, he's, but, he, but even if he was a number one pick, he played better than the number one pick. Yeah, for sure. But no, I since he was three, it actually no, he, throws, you know, it's just one of those things where, oh, that sucks, but all right. And then uh, third will be Kobe Bryant. For so, sure. It's, I mean, you know, you can, you can argue Kobe's the second best pick. And I would probably say Kobe's second just and, from where but he, he You know, because he, but because Joker is, Joker is so far second round, you're talking about what, pick 30, 40? Literally, literally got picked during a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They didn't have enough respect for the man to, 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 but that, to show but that's, his that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you, you got to understand, you know, second round pick, that's two years and you're gone. One year and you're gone. That's not even, you know, uh, I was the best second round pick. And I was the second best pick since Jordan. He has two MVPs. Yeah. So. <laughs> About to Get be it three. off the page, so as you he, say. You know, so he has to be you know, two um, in just a short period of time. If not, the only person that's in front of him will be Kobe. Yeah. I, because I think Kobe was the what, 13th pick? I'd put Kobe ahead of Jordan just for what he was able to accomplish in the mm, unknown. I don't, I don't. The unknown. Yeah, I don't. I Taking don't, a high school guy. I know, I know that, but I'm just talking about, but, but when you're talking about, you know, nine scoring titles, all that, it kind of, yeah. you know, being a third pick kind of, you know, helped him. But that'd be an interesting debate discussion, I feel like, for the internet to have that. Yeah, you would, yeah, that, that is, but that's. So let us know. Drop it in the comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's the second best round pick ever. Yeah, and, and, and the thing I think a lot of us are now coming on the, the, the Joker train, and like, believe me, I still got a pander for Milwaukee Bucks tickets. If the Nuggets were ever offering me some tickets, let me bring the Blicky in the strip club too. I could potentially change my mind, but Denver, it's, it's just a little. You, you know what makes him? You know, you know where where he doesn't get the respect, and it makes sense. He is not a. He's not the number one option. He's the number two option. He's the guy that 
He's the guy that you add with a superstar and the superstar gets to do them and he gets everybody else going, right? And I think like we seen when Murray was there, when Murray was being him, you can see like Joker, you know, doing it, Murray, you do you. And you know, you go out there to 50, to 45, to 50, you do that. And I'll make sure everyone else eats and, you know, and you know, since he, since, you know, Michael Porter Jr. hasn't stepped up, you know, to, to, to take on that spot or, you know, Murray hasn't really, you know, regained his true form, you know, Joker's been holding it down as the number one option. But I think, you know, once a star that can really put the ball in the basket like a dame, I, it'd be hard to stop yeah. a, a team. Like if you added dame to that roster, and it's Dame and Joker, that's a whole nother problem. And I, I think the problem with some people hear this, like, oh, what do you mean he's not a number one option? But what he's able to do on that court, right? He doesn't need to score to, to impact winning. Like the dimes are just so phenomenal. It's okay, so it's a it's a more unselfish side of LeBron, right? Yeah. When LeBron had, you know, Wade or Kyrie, when that fourth quarter came, he's deferring to Kyrie, do you, I will worry about everybody else. You know, same thing like Luca. And, you know, we all sit back and say, how do they match? Because Luca can say, I can be the second option. I'm a number one option, but I can go to the two and still worry about everybody else and let Kyrie just, yeah. you know, play narrow-minded basketball and do what he's great at. But you know, still can get a bucket. And still, and then I can still, I feel like it. You know, so, you know, you have players who can jump from one to two, and there's just some players who can't be a two op, a second option. No. You know, <laughs> they can be a second <laughs> option. You know, but there's players that can bounce out of one and two, and that's what makes them, you know, more compatible to play with. All right, yo, that was another great show. But before we go, man, I got to talk to you. We've had this kind of elephant in the room right here. <laughs> this oversized bobblehead doll looks like one of them little, little figures from Tales from the Hood. Like when you leave the room, we're just gonna wake up and try to give us all buckets. Where do you get this thing at? How do I get one? Okay, so this this can this is a gift from uh, one of my biggest supporters. Uh, his Instagram name is Warehouse sixty five thirty nine X. He has the biggest the biggest Agent Zero Gilbert Arenas collection, and he's from Ohio. <laughs> Cleveland? We're part. Cleveland. Ah! He's Cleveland. He's not a LeBron fan. He's a he's a Gilbert Arenas. So he he sent he sent me this um, as a gift because he he has two more. Oh, he got the two he got more children's jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's legendary. So yeah, so he hooked me up, you know, for the show. They got. I mean, they got kind of get you cankles, but I'm just gonna you know. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna yeah, point yeah, no yeah, fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna point no fingers. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just point it out. Not, oh, did, oh, wait, you signed it to it? Wait, yeah, I signed it back then, yeah. You gave it to him? Okay, see, I'm, y'all can't see the signature, but that's all great. Well, look, this has been another edition of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas, another one of our heat checks. We'll be back with more very soon.